Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Bruni's Breakdown, the 24-7 sports podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Bruni, and with me, again, is Colin Mitchell. Second time in, in, in today. How's it feel? Yeah, we're just getting everything done today. This is fantastic. <laughs> so, you have clicked on this because this is the basketball podcast. This is... Again, like we said last week, this is our big, um, it's our, I don't want to say it's our bread and butter because the football will probably get a little more traction, but this is our, um, our favorite our, our, sport. Our personal bread and butter. Yes, our How's personal that? bread How's and that? butter. There you go. So <laughs> the, um, if you haven't listened to the football one yet, I suggest that because that was an interesting one. It was kind of short. It was only about 40 minutes, 45 yeah. minutes or so. So not too long. This one will be about the same length because we went through the whole preview of the team. I kind of went through player by player, you know, positions you know strengths weaknesses yeah. and everything we went through that last week so if you want to listen to all that first go back and listen to that i was about an hour pod um just discussing you know everything about this team that you need to know now today we're going to get a little bit more into the details in a way we're going to get into yeah. the upcoming games the north texas tips off against angelo state in two days against um, um at home uh, on tuesday night and then they have a tournament in Hawaii on the weekend. So we're going to get into all that, and we're going to have some fun, too, with some over-unders, some, uh, some lineups that we want to mix and match, and we can you know, just let our create- creativity go a little bit. So Let it flow. Yeah, we're going to let it flow, as usual. <laughs> so first, it's, um, it's here, and we went to um, – the season is here, I should say. And we went to practice – when was it? Thursday? It was Saturday. 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 I'm sorry, Saturday, so yesterday. Damn, time goes slow. Um, <laughs> time goes slow. <laughs> so we went to practice yesterday, and we'll get into this kind of in our observations. But the team looks like they're ready. and it's, Definitely it's, look ready. It's a different look than it was last year. Yeah, last season it was a lot of try, basically trying to put the building blocks for just even the simple stuff like discipline, you know. Yes. Um, there was lots of – I remember – I mean, we to put this in perspective, the team lost a lot of players last season. For you know, from last year to this year, from the year before last, okay, to, yes. to last year, because you know they they needed to buy in. You had to have all the players buy in, and you kind of saw that more toward the end of last season, especially in the CBI tournament. The, the players actually started to all buy in, um, one hundred percent into what Grant's got going, and now he has that under under his belt, and it's time to really just improve on that. Yeah, and we've seen we've seen um, di- discipline is a big thing especially in their scrimmages uh, yes. up to this point and we've seen uh in their one in their first scrimmage which we had access of a couple weeks ago against TCU when they had what was it, like the 20 or the 18 assists and only the nine turnovers yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of the big things you see is you see players they know what the right play is now right and they're so not, they're not trying to force thing. things up it's not it's a lot less oh I'm I, like they trust each other the, exactly. team, the team is gelling they're able to trust each other and we didn't see that in previous seasons, and and I think this season you're going to see a lot of sharing the ball, a mm. lot less ISO type of things exactly. or, or breakdowns of yeah, plays. Yeah, or just straight pick and rolls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's gonna be it's gonna be more of a play call, and it's gonna happen. I mean, type of thing. Yeah, for sure. The uh, Rose, as far as health wise, Roosevelt Smart, uh, starting shooting guard for this team. Uh, still is not practicing. He is in a. Uh, he's not in an immobilizer anymore. He's now in a little calf sleeve, I guess you want to say. Yeah. To kind of keep you know keep it warm, keep it pressured. 
Um, and, but he, him, he's working out at practice every day. He's doing a ton of stuff. He's going to be ripped. Yeah, Colin and I joke that he's going to be ripped because they literally just sit over there, do crunches, push-ups, you know, a bunch of other literally stuff. Literally for the entirety like, of practice. Yeah, for about two hours straight, they do, you know, dumbbell stuff, uh, abs exercises. So they're, he's going to he's gonna be ripped. And we see it there because also Abdul Muhammad, the, um, the wing from junior college that had high expectations coming into the year, a few weeks ago, he hurt his knee. I think we talked about it last week, and he's still in a, in a, in a immobilizer, and Tongue he's booster. working out with Rose too on the, on the sidelines. Yes, also doing, getting ripped, in doing the all that stuff. Yeah, and um, we talked about before. Abdul's a hilarious guy, so you have probably the two funniest guys on the team. Yeah, out sideline just working out together I, I, for to, two hours to highlight to highlight a, a a funny moment we saw at practice. Abdul was sitting on the sideline just working out. And uh, Ryan on the other side of the court drove the basket and kind of, you know, DJ fell. Shoved DJ. Shoved basically. DJ. And, and Abdul yells across the court and goes, oh, little boy. Yeah. And I looked over at Abdul was, and I was just, it was just completely his, out. His voice and the way he talks is just hilarious, it's, I feel like. Great. And then he just it's knows great. his timing is so funny. So uh, I He's can't a funny wait. guy. I can't <laughs> wait to talk to him. It's going to be great. But, yeah, those two are um, – we do not have an official word yet. Um, I could not get anything um, out of the people I talked to, but – I'm assuming. Well, obviously, Abdul is out for you know for few a few weeks at least. For at least a few weeks. Yeah, that's at least the, a few weeks. That's the assumption right now because he's not even practicing. It doesn't look like he's close to practicing really. Um, we'll update you once he gets out of that brace, that big brace on his sure. on his leg. But as of right now, he's he's still a few weeks away, at least. And then Rose, you know, he's not in that big brace anymore. He's moving around a little bit more. I haven't seen him get shots up after practice or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It looks like he either goes to rehab or something like that after practice. But uh, I definitely do not anticipate him playing against Angelo State. I don't think there's a reason to. That's 100%. Yeah. I mean... Play it safe. Yeah, I mean... And you do want to start him off against, you know, not a great team. You don't want to start him in conference play or anything like that. Or, like, yeah, or yeah, against, yeah. like, a, you know, I don't even know who they play, Oklahoma. But you, there, I, I just don't think that he's there physically yet I agree. To, to get to that, to I get agree. that burst off yet. Um, I don't even anticipate – I personally don't see him playing in Hawaii. Um, and yeah, probably So, not. I mean, that'll be kind of tough because there, there are some quality op opponents there, which we'll get into. I think I think he'll be back once they come back for that Wolfpack Wolfpack Classic or whatever. That, yeah, yeah. The second they play tournament. at the pit. They play at the pit. Yeah, and I think he'll be there for so that. So that's next. That's in about a week and a half or so. Yeah, I think it's in the yeah. middle of the week. And so I think that's a I think that's a fair um, assumption. I think that's a good reason reasonable timetable. So I think still about a week and a half away from getting back at earliest. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I wonder if he'll travel. I wonder if those two will travel with the team to Hawaii because you know sometimes with f injuries and flights. They don't mix well together. Yeah, and sure. so that'll be something to keep an eye on too. We'll we'll update you on that. But uh, so that's the injuries we know of. Um, is there anything else you want to get, talk about before we get into Angelo State about this? Team in terms kind of, of in general? In ter oh, in general, I, I don't think so. I think I think we'll go over we'll go over a lot of stuff like more in depth stuff that we saw, especially at last practice in the observation toward the end. Yeah, toward um, the end. where we'll talk about lineups and everything like that. But in terms of Angelo State. Uh, we we looked them up and they're a pretty good team. Yeah, um, we kind of split it up two and two. So I have Angelo State and Humboldt, and Colin has was it Portland and Hawaii. Yeah. So yeah, I have the two uh, Division two schools. Angelo State is has not had a losing season since 2013. So I think that's some, that's something a telling, to note. That's a telling thing of a, a good program, obviously at any level. They were 18 and 11 last year. They had two scrimmages last year 
against Division One teams. They lost by 19 to Texas Tech, 88 to 69. Not a bad result. Texas Tech was amazing last year. Yeah, Texas Tech was a good team. Yeah, they were really good. And they lost uh, 97 to 80 to Houston, also a very good team. I think the second best team in that conference with Wichita State last year. So those you have two really good tests there, and to not get blown out like a lot of teams do. Yeah. I mean, and okay, to clarify things for a lot of people, Grant kind of said this at practice. I don't know if it was the practice you were at or it might have been another one. But he was like, this team has players. Like, this Angelo State team yeah. is going to have players. He said that – he said – he told his team that they ha- they had a higher-rated team, you know, as far as them in high school players. So, like, higher-rated players mm-hmm. out of high school than they did. That's what yeah. he told his team, which is obviously surprising, but – Division two is nothing, you know, to sniff to sniff at. Yeah, it's, it's like you have you have talented players there. Yeah, and you think like you think about it. Abdul played at junior college. You know, Rose played at junior college, and junior college and Division two are not the same thing. But it just shows you that like talent is talent. Talent is similar. And talent yeah. si- sifts through. Like it doesn't always get caught by Division one teams. So I'm not saying that Angelo State's gonna come out and be Marshall World beaters. Yeah, they're not something. gonna come out and be Marshall or anything like that. But or at least I don't expect. We haven't seen Angelo State play, so we don't know. But one thing I do know about them is that they are—they're going to be an old team. They have six seniors on this team and four Man. juniors. Six Seasoned. seniors and four juniors. So that is a team, and they don't return their starting uh, their top scorer from last year, which a lot of you will know his name. Um, in what was his name? Jamichael Brown. Jamichael Brown. I almost <laughs> said Decky Johnson, and I was like, "Wait, it's not Decky Johnson." I was wondering why he had such, such no, trouble. No, because I just looked at it. Jamichael Brown. He was on the North Texas team two years ago with Tony Benford. He left when McCaslin came last year. He averaged like 13 points a game for them, and now he's gone. He was a junior last year. I don't know what happened, but so they lost him, but they returned 16. So now they have six seniors, four juniors. They're an old team. They're going to be an experienced team. They're going to be a good team. We're looking at one of the better teams in Division Two, probably around. Definitely one of the best teams in their conference for Division Two. Yeah. Uh, so it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good test. It's not gonna be like Eureka College last year. No, this is gonna be a team that it's it's not gonna be like a forty point blowout. I mean, they're gonna test North Texas. I feel like it'll be a good primer. I agree. To kind of going in into the these tournaments, whatever yeah. you want to call them, um, and I think it'll be a good gauge to kind of see for Grant, especially just kind of see where his team has grown mm-hmm. because you know last year's team might get upset by a team like this because they're i mean to a team that's seasoned and yes. older and has has the talent that they do yeah i mean you mentioned last year i mean last year i mean you talk about houston and texas tech those are two teams who are definitely top 50 teams in the country last yeah. year like out yeah. of 351 teams and north texas was probably in the middle of the pack there so you you pit last year's angelo state team against last year's north texas team it's probably a close game yeah in a lot of ways and i think north texas has definitely taken a huge step forward angelo state returns a lot of players we don't know how good those players are because we have we're not angelo state fans or we don't watch them but <laughs> i mean on paper angelo state's going to be kind of an interesting matchup just because they're not going to be a young uh willy-nilly division three team like Eureka College kind of right, was. Exactly. They're gonna actually contest shots. They're gonna make it a little bit difficult on North Texas at times. I still think North Texas probably wins by 15, 20 points. Yeah. But it's it's not gonna be it's gonna feel closer. It's it'll it'll probably feel closer in a way. You know, it'll probably stay around ten for the game or ten fifteen for the game. They'll pull away at the end. So that's all I have at Angelo State. Uh they play Humboldt State next, right? Or was it or does it go to Portland? It, it goes Humboldt State. Okay, so Humboldt State this is kind of the other end of the spectrum for Division Two, and so Division Two, just like any league, has good, really good teams, really bad teams. 
Humble State's not a really bad team, but they went nine and nineteen last year in Division Two. They played one scrimmage already this season, which is on their website. They and they lost to Fresno State, you know, Division One team from I believe the Mountain West. Mm-hmm. They lost seventy eight to fifty, and it was kind of it was a pretty bad showing from them uh, against Fresno State. They had one double digit score who had ten points. They went seven of thirty one from three. Um, they let Fresno State go eight of twenty three from three. Uh, so there's just a lot of signs pointing to Humboldt State not being quite the team Angelo State is, yeah, as far as Division Two, as far as Division Two teams, right? Go. And it, it, this might be closer to a Eureka College type of exactly. type type of win, um, which again, it's just good testing. I mm-hmm. mean, you play these teams early in the season just to get a gauge of where your team's at. Yeah. So, um, who who they got next? Portland, right? Portland is next. Uh, Portland is not the the greatest team in terms of last season. They went ten and twenty two overall, mm-hmm. um, four and fourteen in conference, which was I've forgot what conference it was did uh, we talk about it the mountain west conference Mount, yeah mountain west I, yeah no right. that was hawaii i'm not gonna remember what it was I'll i forgot to yeah Portland. but anyways so last season um they didn't have really any west coast conference wcc okay so west coast conference so last season they didn't really play any big teams other than uh well they played two north carolina and uh oklahoma north carolina they lost 102 to 78 and Oklahoma's 93 71 okay. and North Texas played Oklahoma last season. Yeah, it was closer. It was closer than that, but um, this team is not gonna gonna blow blow you out of the water. Basically, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Uh, they also they got a one win over Hartford though, and I, last season the season before they uh, they played North Texas. But I think the big the big thing on Portland State schedule was San Francisco. They actually played San Francisco last season. Portland schedule, not yeah, Portland State. Portland. Oh, sorry, University of Portland. They actually played San Francisco, and they lost 84-61, to okay. um, which, take that for what you will, yeah, San Francisco's a good team. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, I think, again, this team this team is better than the 10-22 to 22, 10 to 22 record because um, they do have close games against uh, a San Diego. Um, San Diego's a good team. San Diego's a good team. And it was two close games. And uh, They played Gonzaga last year? They played Gonzaga, and they lost 95-79. Uh, yeah, okay. But, okay. What about what about Hawaii that caps off the tournament? These Hawaii. last three games are tournaments. Humble State, Portland, and Hawaii are all turn are yeah. all a part of a tournament in Hawaii. So these games are going to be really late, like nine thirty or eleven p.m. here Central Time. Yeah, so and you got to you got to actually like yeah. Wander. So I don't even know where they'll be televised, but we'll, I don't we'll think they are that. going to be. But anyways, so uh, Hawaii they went seven and thirteen all games eight and eight in conference, and that is the wait. What did they go overall? Uh. What did I say? 17-13. Okay. 17-13 yes. overall. 17-13 overall, and they didn't play any really crazy teams. They played Utah. They lost by 20 to Utah, and they played Miami, and they lost by 20 to Miami. Um, but again, this team's not something just to you know blow blow yeah. by. Um, this, again, will be another test. I think this this will be closer to a like the kind of talent you'll see in Conference USA in terms of exactly. the, the, the mid-tier. Mid, yeah, middle-tier. Mid-tier. Like Southern Miss teams. Yeah, and I think level. it'll be a good gauge UAE. for conference. Um just to kind of give the outlook because you know these are you know two you know, conference USA size players and everything like that. Yeah, so. yeah, I can see a team like you know FAU or someone like that. Yeah, along the the middle of the bottom tier. Of and they, it's not, they don't have a dominant scorer, so it's going to be like those yeah. teams. So, so we'll see. We'll see how they come out against a good team. Um, so those are the four previews. We didn't want to go too in depth with them because you no, know there's no reason. to. Yeah, they're the first four games of the year. Once we get to conference, we'll be dissecting 
Charles Bassey versus Zach Simmons. Oh, that was, I <laughs> okay. Forgot, I just saying about it. That. Just I saying it. It doesn't that. sound good. If you don't know who Charles Bassey is, he was the number six player in the country. The country, the, ladies and gentlemen. Entering the year, so now he's a freshman at Western Kentucky. He's a very good player. Um, he was one below Zion Williamson. Yes, exactly. So there you go. Exactly. So next we have over unders. Yeah. So uh, we want to do the same thing. If you guys listen to the basketball podcast, football. Football, sorry, football podcast. We did over-unders we for did. the remaining four games, but we're going to do this for the remaining season, or for the whole the season. The whole season. The whole season. Exactly. Um, so do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? You can go first. Okay. I will go first. This one's going to be... Uh, uh, I'm going to write these down, too, just okay. like I did for football. Okay, so forget. we talked about Rose last season right, maybe so. having a more of a down season this season just because you know there's more scores on this team. I think, uh, or I guess my over-under is going to be over-under... 300 and 315 three-point attempts. He had 352 last season. I'm writing this down. Three-pointers attempted. All right. The thing is for me is that they played 38 games last year. Like that's 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 a big thing to keep your eye out for. They played a that ton is of big. games. That's true. So he averaged about nine point two per game last year. So if they only play let's say 35 this year, you know that takes off. 30 right there 20 something right there so you're saying it'll go down but it's not going to go down to like eight it'll go down to like 8.8 or something like that i think he takes that's I, a small I, step back yeah i think he takes a small i mean because he's not going to be he's still gonna be the focal point of the offense but i don't think he's going to be so if we assume they play yeah you know 30, well I, th- I think they'll still play in a cbi but i guess well they're not gonna play in the cbi again no not the cbi again but, I'm but they'll like, play in the conference tournament and that'll yeah. be a couple games there i mean yeah so let me let's do some math real fast. So we they had, could play in the NIT. Yeah. How much three, fun would that be? That'd be crazy. <laughs> three fifty three fifty two minus we'll say like fifty. So okay, let's do over under two ninety. Okay. Two ninety, that's a good number. number. It's a good number. All right. Two ninety. Um Um, I'm gonna say man, this is tough because if they play thirty five games you're gonna make me get my calculator out. <laughs> if they play 35 games, 290 divided by 35 is 8.2. So that's one less three pointer per game than he had last year, and I think that's very possible. So I'm gonna go under. Okay. I'm gonna go under as well. By a lot? No. I why? Think why are we saying this? Why I are think, we saying I think under? We say I say under because a lot of the times, if there was, if if Grant would call a play or they were, you know, fast break offense and they get stopped or something like that, they just kind of threw it to Rose and were like, "Hey, Jack shoot this! Yeah, yeah, shoot this!" And uh, he made them, but I don't think that's going to happen a lot this season. I think it's going to be more of a more players are going to contribute to this team offensively, and I think that Rose will kind of not only be guarded more, but I just think that he won't have to be used as much. Yeah, I think the defense keying in on him will be a big thing as well. Also, we don't know how many games he's going to miss right off the bat of the season. That's a fair point. If he misses the first four games, that's, you know, that's 33s right there. So that's a fair point. And he started every game last season, so. It's true. Um, all right. For me, sorry, let me move my mouse. Over under... 1.5 red shirts. <laughs> That's a weird over under, but okay. So you, what you'd have Abdul, you'd have the possible. I'm, I'm asking you. No, I'm, I'm saying oh, the possibles, possibles. Possibles is Abdul, um, JJ Murray, 
Larry. Larry and Shaquem. And Shaquem. So they have those four. Ooh. 1.5 red shirts. Write this down. Bruni. Colin. Ooh, that's tough. Okay. So See, who? So, so let, let's let's rank them in terms of most oh, likely. Who can play now? Most likely to get redshirted to least likely to get redshirted. I think Abdul is most likely. Because of his, because, because of his, his injury, injury. Uh, I think because I, I thinking about this before I would have been like okay they'll probably have two red shirts or something like that but when you when you go through them and you kind of like see what they've done in practice I mean all of them can play yeah and I think and other than Abdul having that injury I don't really see a reason why you wouldn't play everybody if that makes sense here's one thing for me because we can we say that Abdul and Larry play similar positions yes wings yeah well, they both play wings, small yeah. forward. We'll yeah, say that. pretty much small forwards. Um, for those of you who don't know, Larry Weiss is a freshman. Um, he was a pretty coveted freshman at a high school last year. Abdul Muhammad is the junior college player. Um, Shaquem Alcindor is a freshman from the Virgin Islands. Virgin Islands. And then J.J. Murray is a junior college transfer as well, who is a guard. Um, probably like a 6'1 guard. So you have those four. Those are the four we're trying to figure out. So you say that Abdul is the most likely. My thing with Abdul is that once he gets healthy, if he's if he's able to get healthy in four weeks, I definitely don't think they redshirt him, because I think I definitely think they would rather. Okay, it's it's no secret that they would rather redshirt Larry than Abdul. Right, obviously. but I, I'm saying, and if and like I don't see, I don't see. The thing is, I think I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, I'm I'm just saying I don't see Abdul getting redshirted. I just think he's more slight, most likely. Okay. I, I'm thinking about this. I'm I don't think it was any redshirted. Someone's gonna get redshirted. I don't think so. Someone is going to get redshirted. They're not gonna play 14 players through the whole year. That's but I just, think everyone will just, play a that's game. That's they're they're gonna get someone's gonna get redshirted. They're not gonna if JJ isn't playing through four games, he's redshirted. Even if, if even if you have like a like a if there's like an injury, have, then then right. it changes. But we're not accounting for injuries right now. So um. I just think that Grant is in such a win mode right now. Yeah. And Larry is so much better than – I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Abdul is so much better than Larry right now because mm-hmm. we saw Larry in practice. It was probably his first practice back, so it's not really fair to him. Yeah. But I think Larry – or Abdul right now is just so much – has much more upside and is so much more experienced right now. I agree. Than Larry that I agree. if Abdul gets healthy, he's playing. But I kind of like Larry's size like as a backup to Yeah, but they're like the Abdul. same size. Huh? They're like the same size. Right, that's what I'm saying. I li- but if, if so, who do you have the three otherwise? The thing have- is, the thing is, oh, you're saying with with Abdul out. So no, say you have Abdul in. You have who to come in for? You have either Rose. Rose can play to the go three. to three, or you have Mike at the three. Yeah. But see, I I kind of like. I guess just I like I like size. I feel like this team lacks it, and I feel like Larry would be good there. Obviously, he's. I just think unless if Abdul misses until the whole non-conference season. I think th- I think he plays, because I think Grant just really wants to win right now. That's fair. That's a fair point. That's think, a fair point. I think Grant's just gonna be like, I mean, unless Abdul comes back and he's not, he's not what he was. I mean, then you redshirt him, of course. But I just think that that drop off's big. So I'm gonna say most likely to get redshirted, I think, is Larry. Second is gonna be Shakim. Third is gonna be JJ. Fourth is gonna. Oh, See, I, I I I agree that Shaquem might be retro, but I don't think he okay, is I, second most likely. Yeah, let me change that. Let me change yeah. that, actually. Most likely to get retro is Larry to me. Second. I think it's got to be JJ. Is JJ. Because is JJ. the bigs are so inconsistent outside yeah. of Zach that you just kind of got to yeah. – maybe you got to try I mean, something. The practice we went to, though, Mark got a lot of time. Mark 
they will talk about we that might, too. They might just force Mark to be the third big because, and I mean, yeah. I just don't know if it's worth burning Shaquem's redshirt to I get agree. him to be a third center like that when you have Mark, who's not great, but he's at least he's serviceable. something. Yeah. yeah. So that's why, for that reason, I'm going to go Larry, Shaquem, Larry, Shaquem, JJ, Abdul. Okay. Abdul for so it was over under what? Two and a half? Yeah, two and a half. One and a half. I'm sorry. One. It's one and a half. Oh, I thought you said two and nope, a half. No, it's one and a half. I wrote it down. Ooh. So well, one or more? Under. So one. One. And who's that one going to be, Colin? I think... <sighs> they'll play JJ. So I guess Larry. Okay. I'm going to go over. Okay. I think it's going to be at least two. Might be three. Might be I guess I'm... Yeah. Okay. Thing is, I just the, the, it, JJ would play if they didn't have so many damn good guards. That's exactly. So, and, but I, I so. just feel like if someone has a down, like if you have like a Duffy that has like a really bad game, I feel like you play JJ, or like yeah, if, why not if just play DJ if he's looking like for the, it. the thing is, there's so many guards, you should be like, why can't we just play DJ? But I'm, why I'm can't we like just a, play? I'm not saying as like a starter. I'm saying just like Duffy. Yeah. throw in him be, to get yeah, something going. Yeah, I know going. what you mean. I know yeah. what you mean. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. All right, I'm gonna stay over. My it's your turn. turn. Okay, so um, this is a pretty interesting one. Over under six and a half away wins. I'm assuming they had six wins last year. Six and eleven <laughs> last season. They've been really bad on the road. You're gonna make me pull up my schedule. They've they've been really bad on the road, uh the last few seasons. I mean Let me let me move my mic over here. Okay, so I, I can, can just go through the games if you'd want to do that. Yeah, instead. but that's not very in, in entertaining radio. But you can breeze through them actually, breeze through them. Read okay. every every So game. Humboldt State Portland and Hawaii. What do you think they Those go? are... Those are... Are those really away games, though? Those are neutral site games, Well, actually. don't they count? They count? No, there's a neutral site tab, is there not, for neutral games? Uh Oh, I guess there is. Okay, okay. so away games. True, true Okay, away. so... Uh, I guess o- Hawaii would be... Oh, true No, away. it doesn't count. Yeah, okay, no. Uh, Oklahoma? Loss. loss. Indiana State? Win. Let's say. Against just, against just, the great... Uh, I'm just going to roll through these. Uh, Alante. New Alante. Mexico? That's tough. That's a tough one. Win. Oh, Rice. Oh, go ahead. Win. UTEP. Win. UTSA. Loss. Old Dominion. That's tough, too. Push. Uh, no. I have to say something. I have to say something. I have to say... <laughs> Loss. Okay. Charlotte. Win. FAU. Win. FIU. Win. All right. What do you got? Seven and three. <laughs> so... Was, Six and a half. I'm gonna say under, <laughs> because that was not convincing enough for me. And they had to get to said, seven wins on the schedule. They had said six and eleven. So, for last season, that included the CBI games, obviously. Yeah. So, take that for what you. Want. Um. So going seven and three, I think it would be really difficult, because they don't have true away games um, in non-conference that much outside of tournaments. Because last year they didn't. Did they even play a tournament? They didn't play a tournament. No. Last year. Okay. So that's where some of those losses yeah, so, come from. So last year they played. You know. Away games just against, you know, but Maine the, or something. They played Nebraska, right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so this year it's just tournaments replacing that. Uh, you said 6.5 away wins. Yep. I'm um, saying under. I'm saying under as well. You don't have that. You, you have way less margin of error with less games, so. I agree. Ten games, you got to win seven of them. That's tough. It's possible. I mean, I just named seven off my hand that they should win, probably. Could win. I, I, could. You could kind They'll of do, you yeah, could go whatever. either way on some of them. Okay, uh, your turn. Okay. 
move my mic over here. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> you got a grin on your face there, Bruni. Over under. How many games are we saying there's going to be this year? Oh, we said 35. Let's say 35 just to, for the heck of it, including all the conference games and everything. Over under. Oh, this is tough. Over under 20 starts by Jordan Duffy. Ooh. 19.5. Make it 19.5 starts by Jordan so Duffy. So who, who could start in his place? Mo. Mo and DJ, if you really just want to keep Mo not starting around three guards. Yes. Oh. You know you know Duffy's gonna start start the season. Right. Yeah, of course. Pretty much. We pretty much know that. So that's probably I like, and you I, know they're not gonna bench him after a win, probably. I like I like Mo. So you have to start off the season just four four right there. I like Mo off the bench and I we talked about this early. And they're gonna start they're gonna keep Mo on the bench until he gets to hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Give me over. By how much? By a lot, like twenty-one. I think it's going to be like right there. It, it could be nineteen, but yeah. I think I think Mo and might start toward the end of the season. But I think he stays on the bench, either to keep the bench unit there or because Duffy is playing. Well. And I know we talked about it. Yeah. But why would there be an instance? People might be like, "Well, of course Duffy's going to start. Why wouldn't he start? Why would he not start on this team?" Well, to, Duff- in your opinion, my opinion because Duffy has is very streaky. In the sense we saw in the CBI, he hit every single shot basically. Exactly. Um, Duffy was lights out, and then you have, obviously, it's because he was injured, but he gets down on himself a lot. And if he's if he's misses a shot, he continues to miss more shots. And during practice, he was missing a lot of shots. So, what we've seen of Duffy doesn't give me a whole lot of confidence. But I just think that he'll, especially because he's a senior, I think he stays in the starting lineup for a majority of the game, more majority of the season. Uh. You know, when I asked this question, I was thought I was gonna say under. I was gonna say under pretty comfortably because I just feel like he can't <sighs> defensively and three point shooting, which is what he needs to be really good at. I feel like I'm not sold on him being really good at yet, as good as DJ right now, um, especially maybe Mo too. <sighs> but he is a senior. He is a guard that McCaslin said his offense runs better with. When he has the ball in his hands, and you've seen him play make, he can play yeah. make. So for that reason, I'm gonna say over as well. It's close though. I think it is close, but I feel like it's also. See, I don't know if it's gonna be close because I feel like if he plays serviceable, he's gonna start. Like he's gonna be fine. Right, but, but if I, he plays poorly, we'll know. That, like we'll fair. know in that's two fair. weeks. That's we'll, fair. We'll know by game seven if he can play or not, and then you'll see Mo in the but starting lineup. My scenario is, I think he plays most of the season, and then toward the end, it's kind of like okay, Mo. Okay. Mo comes. Yeah, in. I can see that. I can okay. See that. All right. So I had mine at over, and I said twenty-one ish. <laughs> I don't I'll know which. You'll say whatever. Okay. Uh, your turn or my turn? I just went. Okay, my turn. Yeah, I got I got space for one okay, more. Okay, so uh, this is the last one. So make it good. This is good. Well, actually, I'll do one more after this. I have a good one. Oh, well, I want to do one more after this, too. I want to do four each. Why can't we do four each? Okay, okay. We'll do it. Okay, okay. Thank you. Okay, so Ryan, in practice, and we'll talk about this later, his shot's gotten a lot better. Over, under, 14 and a half points per game. Tell the tell He the was fans at 12.7 last season. I'll make this simple. Uh, over. <laughs> I'm going to make this simple. I agree. Over. Why do you say over? Because I've been to like ten practices, 
and he's completely destroying. Ryan's going to be the best player on this team. He's doing everything you could ask of a point guard right now for this team, and he can kind of shoot the ball right now. Yeah, and he can kind of shoot free throws, and And he he can can kind of shoot mid rangers. Do whatever he can do whatever he wants right now with this offense. Um, My only concern is that uh, is the shots per game, but I think he's just going to shoot a higher percentage of what he did last year, especially from three. Uh, even though he shot 31% from three, it was only year, which on isn't bad. Attempts. Yeah, so I mean, those attempts will go up, and you know, threes are worth more than twos. And I think he's going to push the pace a lot on this team. Uh, I think his assists stay about the same, so I think his scoring just goes up to about 15 or so. So I'll say over okay. for that reason. All right. All right, your turn. Damn, you're going to make me come up with two more since you have two more. Okay. <laughs> okay. Over, under, hold on. Okay. Over, under. It's kind of, okay. Do you have the last year's stats up? Yeah. Right uh, t- do they have blocks up? Total blocks? Total blocks, yes. Oh, who, who had the most? Zach, right? Uh, or Shane? It was close. Z- Whoa, wait, what? It was uh, Zach. And how much? 24. So we had 24 blocks? Yeah. In 38 games? Yeah, Shane had 20. Holy crap. Okay, so that's that's terrible. <laughs> um, all right, over under... Over under Zach Simmons and Jemiah Simmons combining for over, over under 2.5 blocks per game. <laughs> What? Does that make sense? Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, it makes do I, sense. Do why, I, why is it over under? What do you mean? They couldn't block shots like last year, and now Zach Simmons and Jemiah Simmons you think Maya's just gonna be theoretically should be able to block shots. Maya will play. Maya will play, but I don't think he's going to play the five or anything to get. He could. could even if he plays the four. four. Under. Pessimist. <laughs> I'm going to call them the Simmons boys. The Simmons boys, all right. The Simmons 2.5 blocks combined. Uh, so you're saying under? Why are you saying under? Because I, I don't see them. I think Zach gets in foul trouble trying to block, and that's why he didn't get a lot of blocks last season. And I don't think Maya... The thing is... Oh, go ahead. I don't, think, I don't think Maya at the four, especially with some of the teams that North Texas plays having bigger size at the four, gets a lot of blocks. I think you're wrong. I'm okay. Gonna, I'm All right. <laughs> I you, definitely think Jemiah Simmons playing the floor will get blocks. I think, I think you'll have games where, where Maya gets a, with two blocks, but I don't think you'll have games where they both get three two blocks. Three total blocks between them. We're talking about the two best shot blockers on the team. All they have to do is block three shots total per game. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That's, That's tough. I, I believe in him. I'm just saying, basically, I asked this question because... Watch out for Jemiah Simmons' blocks. Like, those are going to be highlight plays. Like, Maya's blocks... I think Maya will get some blocks. Maya's blocks are going to be highlights that are going to be shown, like, on a loop. Like, whenever they come up with highlights for the year, <laughs> it's going to be Maya's pinning a ball to the backboard. That's yeah. what the highlights are going to yeah. be. And yeah. him dunking on everybody. Maya's going to Maya's gonna impress people. And I think Zach Simmons is going to play a lot more. Probably, like, 28 minutes I think he'll play game, a lot more, but I, think, I don't think his blocks will go up. Always... I disagree. Okay. I disagree. Okay. Go ahead. You get your last one in. Last one in? Okay. So this is all about our beloved DJ Drape Juice. Okay. Um, 
So he attempted uh, 118 threes last season mm-hmm. and made 49 of them. That's a 41% clip. That's high. We have seen his lights out shooting in practice. We have. Do you think it over under 43% shooting threes? You know what? I don't care anymore. <laughs> DJ Draper is going to shoot 45% from three. Oh, my God. I don't care what happens this year. Over. Over. Because DJ Draper is not going to force a single shot this year, and he's going to be amazing. And he's going to hit 45% of the threes he takes because he's just that good and confident this year. The only reason I might hesitate on a little bit because he gets maybe he gets overconfident at some point and starts jacking up too much and then Rose it lowers, 2.0. Yeah, then he just then it goes down. But I don't think that happens. I think he shoots forty five percent from the year, which is incredible. I love to say that I agree with you. Over, oh, just say it. Give me the forty five percent. Oh yes, give me. All right, all right. Last but not least, over under 0.5 ejections for Grant McCaslin this year. <laughs> This is year two. This is where you gotta start making your mark. This is for the whole season. This is where you. This is yeah for the whole season. Point five. Yep. Point five. So all it takes is one. Oh. Grant. Grant could get in a man's face. He can. He definitely can. Give me the over. Boy. At one. Jesus. There will be one game where he gets really mad and Hodge has to come in and close out a game for the dub. Hodge. Hodge <laughs> coming. Oh boy, Ross. All right, um, I'm gonna stay under because we're talking about Grant McCaslin here. <laughs> okay. You don't, man, think, you don't think there's one time where he just man of Jesus. He's he's gonna he's gonna no, but no. In real in seriousness, he doesn't. He wasn't even close to getting ejected last no, year. No, I know, but you said he was. All make, he did, the most assertive thing he did, was take off his jacket ferociously and <laughs> throw it on the bench. Like that's the only. But I, but I think but I think this team he knows. The, these games this season I think are gonna be a lot closer. Yes, In the expectations the, are high. The expectations are high, and I think that the games against the better teams, you might get one. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you could get one. I'm not saying you can't, but I just don't think you will. I think Grant's... I think, I, and I don't think it'll be like a like a the he ref did. looks at him and just completely just gives him an ejection. I think it'll be two tees. Okay. That is what it is in, in college, right? Yes, it's it two is. tees. Okay. Yes, yes two tees. Um, okay, so that ends our over-under segment. Hope you enjoyed that. The uh, next, I want to... Spend about eh, 14, 15 minutes on. This is probably my favorite part. I like this. Um, lineups that you would like to see this year and Kay. lineups that you think that are going to may or may not play, but lineups that this you want to see. That you want to see and then lineups that you think are going to be effective. So explain lineups you want to see and then line, explain why or why not they're going to be effective. Okay, so I want to see the my, – my lineup that I absolutely want to see is – at the one, you have Ryan. At the two, you have Rose. At the three, you have Abdul. At the four, you have Mark. And at the five, you have Zach. Jesus. I'm writing this down. Mark. I just want to see Zach. it. Zach. Because that gives you spacing with Rose. <laughs> it does. Uh, and Mark. And, and I don't. I haven't seen Abdul's three, but I know he can shoot. And they're tall. They're long. But you have that kind of iffiness with Mark just kind of in general because he hasn't really... On defense, you mean? Yeah, on defense. On defense. Well, Rose, too. <laughs> but I feel like and interior Andy. defense is more important at, okay. for this team. Yes. And uh, I just want to see this because I feel like it's like that prototypical, like you have two tall guys in the front court, you have the small forward that's kind of six, six, seven, and then you have this the true one and twos. So I want to see that happen. I just want to see it one time. <laughs> if I see 30 seconds of it and it's bad, you can take it off. It's okay. <laughs> 
Um, I might kind of go in a different direction here because oh, I know wanna, I know this is the I lineup. I know exactly what you want to do. I know this is the lineup that everybody probably wants to see, and I'm gonna give it to you. So Ryan at the point guard. Okay. Mo at the two. Mo is a great shooter, in case you don't know. Uh, DJ Draper at the three. Rose Roosevelt Smart at the four, and Zach Simmons at the five. DJ the three. Spread the floor, pick and roll. Ryan Zach. It's over. That would be crazy. The game is over. <laughs> I'm, I'm calling Grant right now and telling him that this is that this needs to start. This is the lineup. This is the this, this is, is we this figured is it. it out. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna go again real quick. You know who we don't talk about enough? Who? Mike Miller. That's fair. We don't. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this lineup. I'm writing it down. All it's right. Off the top of my head, I gotta write it down before I forget it. You might get the four or three. Hold on. I gotta remember this. Hold on. I don't need this. <laughs> I wanna make sure I didn't forget anybody. Yeah, I didn't forget anybody. I'm good. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, we're gonna go. Alright, Ryan at the one, DJ Draper at the two, Roosevelt Smart at the three, Mike Miller at the four, Jemiah Smith at the five. Jemiah Smith. Jemiah <laughs> Simmons at the five. That's interesting. Tell me you can't switch that and tell me that that's not five playmakers on the ball. That's true. That's true. I mean, we saw those small ball lineups in the CBI, and they you could switch on literally everything. They did. And Alante Holston at the five was actually pretty effective. Yes, it was. So It was. I had a whole story on that. Yeah, so, I mean, I like your lineups. I'm not saying I don't like them. I just want to see, <laughs> I just want to see what my lineup has in terms of okay, true. Do you have, do you have one more fun lineup? Fun lineup. Yes, but does that have to be starting lineup? No, no, it can be anything. Okay, I want to see. <laughs> I want to see or last fun lineup. Okay, I want to see Mo. At point. Okay. Yeah, at point. I want to see Rose at the two. I want to see Abdul at the three, Mai at the four, and Zach at the five. That is a that is an interesting lineup. That's I I just like Mo kind of brings that like a uh, that score first point. I like the I like the swagger from Mo. I like yeah. swagger from Mo. And then if he needs to, he can kick it out to 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 Rose, who will you know score anyways. Then you got Abdul for the the defense. Mm-hmm. And then you got Maya, which we talked about. It will make is super athletic. We'll make those highlight plays. And then Zach, just because Zach. So. Yeah, Zach. Okay. No thoughts on <laughs> we it. Need a, we need a no no that's a, I mean, that's a good lineup. I can't really contest anything about it. Just imagine a lineup of I'm not even writing this down. Ryan Mo DJ. Rose. <laughs> Rose. No, no, no. JJ at the four and Rose at the five. <laughs> We're winning the championship. NCAA tournament. Bound. Give us. Five guards. Give, all right. Give us Gonzaga. Right. But in all seriousness, who do you think should start once we get to conference play? Who do you think the starting think five should okay, start? Who do you think the starting five will be? Let's do this first. Who do you think the starting five will be once we get to conference play? Will be. I think it'll be Ryan, Duffy, Rose, Maya, and Zach. and Zach. And I think that will be, and I think it should be. I'm writing this down. Maya, Zach. All right, I think that it will be, I think it will be exactly what you said. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with those five, Ryan, Duff, Rose, Maya, Zach. I think it should be Ryan, I think it should be Ryan, DJ, Rose, oh, Maya, Zach. Why DJ over again? Uh, I've Mo. said I said it before when we talked about Duff. I still don't. But trust why over him. Mo? 
Because you were high on Mo. You're still high on Mo. Because DJ is a better defender than Mo. Okay, so I, I would also say that DJ is also uh, uh, fits the two more than Mo does. I think Mo has had the ball. It's true. Hands. It's true. Yeah, Mo's definitely a better backup one for sure. Okay. We good? Okay. Well, I, I still want, I, I don't want to. Talk, can we talk about other things in practice now? Or oh yes, that's right. We went to practice. What what yeah. were some of you wrote some stuff down? What, what yeah, did, so, what did you have for us? So Ryan Ryan can shoot now. Ryan kind can of shoot off the now. dribble. Yes. Kind of is... off the dribble shoot. It's not just spot up. And the the play that got me was when he, he ran off a baseline screen and then curled and then hit hit a beautiful mid range jumper. Oh on yeah. That. And oh, me yeah. and Bruni looked at each other and we're like, Ryan? Yeah, it was beautiful. He Ryan? did like the Steve Nash where you drove under the basket and he curled around and just popped it right there. Yeah, and it looked good. It looked natural. It was really nice. And it was instinctful. It looked it wasn't like it was drawn up or anything like that. I want to see more of that. I don't know how much more mid rangers I, I, I just I don't want to when I say more of that I don't want to see it as like a drawn up play or like something he has to do, but I want to see it happen if he has to. I'll take tell it. you what. I'll tell you I want to see that over a floater. Over a tough floater. I agree. I, I definitely want to see him pull up for mid-range over the, a tough floater. So, because tough floaters are just naturally low percentage shots because they're so difficult. At least mid-range jumpers, if he's open, he can. I feel like he has a little bit better percentage of making that shot specifically. So, if it has to be a floater or mid-range, I'd rather have a mid-range. But if it's mid-range or, lay, or contested layup, I can't take contested layup because free throws. Uh, but yes, that is something I noticed as well. Ryan. Um, He's just shooting the ball with extreme confidence right now. He's shooting the ball extremely well right now, and um, in, in practice, obviously. Yeah. But even when they scrimmage, I mean, you can't really you you help off of him because you have to. Um, but and you, I think teams are gonna be like, well, if Ryan Woolridge is hitting threes on us, then good for him. You know, just pat on the back, yeah. you win. I think that changes toward the end of the season. Yeah, you know, especially. The conference, uh, non-conference play, teams are going to be like, you know, he shot 31% last year. He doesn't have the best form. You know, they're going to be like, if he beats us, he beats us. Uh, once we get the conference play, that might change a little bit, but you might have to compensate. I mean, who knows? If Mo starts getting going and penetrating really well, Duff starts penetrating really well, you might have to leave Ryan, and that might that might lead to some good stuff. Yeah, um, I don't – I just want to – another thing I want to see is I want to see – like I want to see DJ in a starting lineup. I do too, and I th- I think that'll be good actually. Because it's just he's it's, so knocked down. It is. I we, mean, we saw him during practice on Saturday. He literally I think he only missed one three, that in, in like the the mm-hmm. drills or whatever yeah. you want to call it. The thing is, I do like Mo as a spot up shooter too, so I wouldn't mind Mo starting there either. Um, it's just preference. I don't know what coach is gonna prefer because Mo's a better ball handler creator than DJ, but DJ's a probably better defender. Yeah. So. That was just it'll just ba- be based on what they need at this point. So yeah, that'll that's gonna be something to watch as well. Um, Tope I think looks looks good to me. I think Tope looks good. Um, I'm not sure if everyone else is gonna see it that I, way. I think he looks good for what he is. I think he looks better than last year. I think he looks like what he did in the yeah, CBI. Yeah, I think he sure. looks like CBI Tope. I don't think he's uh, a guy that you could be feel confident starting. I agree. Um, but off the bench, how off confident the bench, Off you? the bench, I'm confident with him starting. Or 15 minutes per game? Depending on Zach foul trouble, I'd like to see. Yeah, that. but Zach will probably play 25. He'll play the other 15. Yeah. I'd like to see that probably try to go down to like 12. Mm-hmm. Um, just because Tope defensively is kind of a hit or miss. Yeah. Um, 
He's gotten um I, I do I have seen him got better just communication wise, yeah. moving his feet wise, knowledge wise, awareness wise. Yeah. That's a big thing. For, for sure. Him. And uh I think I think because you you might have those inconsistencies with Tope, I think we do see Shaquem. I just think that happens. Interesting. I, mean, it's, I, I, I'll, I disagree with you still that we're going to see Hakeem. I just think it happens. I, I don't. I'm, I just. I just feel it in my in my bones. <laughs> in my in, bones. In your bones. In my bones. Um, any any other player? Well, we saw Larry for the first time. What you What did you think of Larry? I, Larry, I feel like it was his, his first practice. Yeah, Larry. Uh, Larry's interesting because he's athletic. He can shoot. You know, good enough. Um, but he does a lot of driving kicks, try over top of the defense, and that kind of scares me because you throw up an arm, or mm-hmm. if a, if a, another team is scouting reporting for that, I mean that's that's easy to yeah kind of go against. But I feel like he just needs to be calmer. He does a lot of he gets the ball in his hands he's like oh crap I gotta go to the basket because that's what he's used to, yeah. and I feel like he needs to yeah. just kind of swing the ball or yeah know. he's still learning the plays too even so yeah again I don't exactly think he, he's, I don't, not, he's not gonna see the court anytime soon yeah. I don't think. Um, but yeah, I think that's most of what I had took away from practice. I mean, I've been to a lot of practices. It's been a great experience uh, seeing Coach McCaslin work and how different it is from last year. Yeah, because like you said last year, he he mentioned even in the interview that it's a big difference. How did we not mention Mark? Oh yeah, Mark, that guy. That guy. <laughs> that guy played a lot. He he played a lot in the scrimmages that they did. You know, just the inner team scrimmage. Uh, Mark. I'm going to stand by that I'm really high on Mark as far as the shooter goes. He's a redshirt freshman. I mean, he can just shoot the ball. His form is really great. Really well. I mean, he's for a big man around the perimeter, he's very comfortable. He's very fluid. He's um, he's very natural as far as footwork goes around yeah. um, the three-point line. So I think that's definitely something I'm excited about. Um, in the paint, rebounding, obviously he's still improving in all of that. That's why I don't think he's going to play over Tope. But I, lo- I like him as a prospect a lot. I think we see him... In two big man lineups, like for tall teams, taller teams like an ODU who does have a taller team. I don't, I guess WKU also. Yeah. You might see Mark out there just for height, for yeah. certain scenarios. Mm-hmm. It won't be for extended minutes or anything like that. But I like Mark because, like you said, he's comfortable around the perimeter. But I like to see more in you know, ex- like just like instinctual just shooting. He we saw a lot when he got the ball in the perimeter, had had time to take a shot and could have taken the shot, and he just kind of like got scared almost. Yeah, he needs and to come in and just be a flamethrower. He just needs to shoot, yeah. shoot the ball as much as possible. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else? Nope. All right. Um, again, we had a full basketball preview. Like, kind of, this is a very specific podcast. I think uh, yeah. more so. This is on you know game previews, lineups, and stuff like that. So if you're not familiar with the players themselves, go back and listen to our preview um, last week. That'll be the first basketball episode. Um, I'm not sure. I don't remember what it's called. It's something like it's basketball season or something like that on SoundCloud. Yeah. So you can go back and listen to that. Get familiar with all the players and everything, like a general thing. And then, um, I mean, you already listened to this, so you'll be ready to go for Tuesday. So uh, thank you for joining us. We'll, I mean, we're excited. We'll see you Tuesday, basketball. You know, Then next weekend we have football and basketball. So we'll have plenty to talk about next week. Yeah, so. and these podcasts are going to be more like for the recaps, just so everyone knows, they're not going to be like – Game by game, super in depth. It's gonna yeah, be more sure. of an overview of what we saw that week. For sure, and so. we're gonna take away like yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, like you said. Yeah. All right, for Colin Mitchell, I'm Matthew Bruni. Thank you for joining us again, and have a nice week.